we have uh, Mile Petroza uh, of Creator on the phone, uh, guitar player and singer extraordinaire. Is that correct? Absolutely. And uh, was it always your intention to sing and play guitar at the same time? Yeah. Uh, it wasn't. Um, when we started the band, I would share vocals with my drummer and we would always have in the back of our mind that we might find a singer, but we never did. So we, my drummer was fed up with playing and uh, singing at the same time, so I took over. And how long did it take you to become comfortable uh, singing and playing? I was learning by doing, really. I mean, I, I, I jumped into the cold water, so to speak. I, 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 was, I went on tour and I, I, I learned and my, I, I, I got better as, as, a, as a guitar player and as a singer at the same time. And uh, it, it took me a little bit, like maybe one or two tours, but then I, I, I felt comfortable. Uh, have you taken lessons since uh, starting Creator and do you still take lessons? I should maybe, but I don't. Uh, I didn't. I, I did it for a while, for half a year. I had lessons for acoustic guitar, but then I figured it's uh, not that I was bored, but I thought, you know, I wanted to start a metal band, so I need to find uh, electric guitar and uh, an amp and a, and, a, and a distortion pedal. And I learned like three chords and went for it. Uh, what was the first song or the first riff? that you uh, learned, metal-wise? Hmm. Let me think. It must have been... It must have been Smoke on the Water, of course. <laughs> anyone, anyone learns that first. I mean, Smoke on the Water by Deep Purple. That, that makes sense. It's either that or Iron Man. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, that too. <laughs> that was probably the second riff that I learned. <laughs> Yeah, I think smoke on the water is mandatory. Uh, yeah, yeah. For everyone from uh, that era. Now, album number 15th is out right now. Um, and uh, you're rapidly approaching uh, the 40 year, 40 year of your career. Is that correct? Yeah, if you count from the first album, it's going to be in 2025. Um, yeah. And uh, congratulations on the new record. Uh, some are saying it's the best creator yet. Would you agree? I let the fans decide. I think it's a strong album. To me, it means something. I, I, I put a lot of heart and soul into this, and it's hard for me to judge. I think um, it definitely has uh, some, of, some of the most brutal songs we've ever written. It has some songs that I really, really like. Um, so let's see how, how um, things... I, 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 I'm totally honored that people say that it's one of our best albums because it's our 15th album. Usually um, a lot of bands, they do their best work when they, were, when they were very young. And it's so cool to know that people say that about our music, even though we're so... Um, have been around for so long and we've been doing this for many, many years. And they still say that this is our first best, uh, best album. That's that's mind blowing, really. And it's uh, ten tracks of uh, not not completely pure thrash, like you said. It's got uh, it's a little bit eclectic. Absolutely. I don't know if that's the right word. Uh, yeah, you could you could describe it like that. I think um, um, you know, since we're old school, we still think in in terms of albums. To me. 
like an album is a collection of songs that kind of fit together, fit and make you feel something and puts you on a on a musical journey. And um, in order to to have like an album that's not like full speed throughout the whole album. We have songs that are more mid-tempo, songs that are more experimental, so if you want to call it that. And some songs are very melodic, some songs are very fast. And so it's the whole, it's the full treatment. It's all kind of elements that creators known for. Have, has there been any thought to not doing a full-length album uh, and just sticking to singles for a cycle? Some bands do that. We don't. I don't think we'll ever do that. We love doing albums. I think uh, it's it, to me it's like the full, like the the the, the format of the art of doing an album is something that I've always done and something that you can be really look forward to and be proud of once you have finished it. And um, I think doing a single, we did that before the pandemic. We put a, put out a standalone single called 666, A World Divided. Um, and uh, that that was a one, one-off thing um, to kick off the tour um, that we're going to play now since the pandemic kind of postponed it um, with Lamb of God, the State of Unrest tour. Um, which is, I think, was uh, like putting out a standalone single was an interesting concept because we kind of treated the song differently than it would when it would have been on, uh, on an album. So, um, yeah, um, we might put out some more standalone singles, which doesn't mean that we never record a full album again. I mean, we definitely will continue doing this. And uh, this is the first record using uh, uh, Ella, is it Eleran Cantor as an artist? Is that, did yes. I pronounce his name? Eleran. Eleran. And uh, mm. he's uh, based out of uh, Germany as well, is that correct? Yeah, he lives in Berlin. So he lives in the same city as I do. Um, we would meet up, we did meet up for a coffee, and I told him what I wanted to do with this new album, and I wanted it to be epic uh and and but at the same time uh very menacing and horror um so he's he, he's very aware of of history of the the visual history of the creator so he knows all the old and classic artworks and um he, i think he came up with a very very strong artwork it's one of my favorite creator artworks to date was there a particular cover that he'd done in the past that uh, led you to contemplate working with him? Yes, and that would be the Halloween of the new Halloween album. I think it's a self-titled album, um, the latest Halloween album. That's when I was really convinced. I've known his work for, for a long time, but I thought that best work was on that album by Halloween, the German band. Uh, which you just recently played with, uh, or at least you were on the same festival uh, in France. Is that right? Yeah, but everybody has been on that festival. I think they had 450 bands. <laughs> yeah, so, I was there. Yeah, you were there. Yeah, I, I was there for uh, both weekends. All right. It was. So you. Oh, okay. Good. 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 
It, it was, yep. I, I, I really like the festival. It's like it's a heavy metal paradise, isn't it? It's like every metalhead dream comes true. The day we played, there was um, Ministry, Megadeth, Nine Inch Nails. I mean, all these huge names, and uh, everybody played like great shows, and it was it was just heaven. Yeah, I agree. Uh, you know, because it's a good mixture of like, uh, there's some like on some nights there'll be a Five Finger Death Punch, uh, and then there'll also be Marduk, and there will Absolutely. be, and then there will be some thrash metal. I think I saw Zentrix, some old band from the '80s, mm -hmm. and uh, it, it's a good mixture of uh, of all the good, all the good genres. Yeah, and it's like the culture of heavy metal is being celebrated in a very nice way there. I think what they do at Hellfest is very unique. They they really like 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 put like they take it very serious and they give you the best lineup and the best band and and the, the atmosphere and and the setting, uh, all the artworks, the Lemmy statue and uh, the Lemmy monument. It's amazing, man. I mean, if you think about it, it's like that's the way to present metal, in my opinion. Yeah, absolutely. And then all the stages, uh, even the side <coughs> stage, even the side stages are all massive, with absolutely. massive lights and massive stages, massive sound and video. Yes, it's everybody yes. gets everybody gets it appears to uh, everybody gets the same treatment from the little bands to to uh uh ministry it's a wonderful yes. thing absolutely absolutely totally agree with you and uh this is your fourth album for nuclear blast is it is it not the third it's the third is it the third okay cool mm -hmm. it, uh, it looks like a positive relationship with those guys they know what they're doing Absolutely. They're all metalheads and they, they, they're old school and they know what they're doing. Absolutely. They're fans. Uh, talk a little bit about your, your new bassist. Can you please pronounce his name for us? Frederick Leclerc. Uh, and I know him as a guy with a good sense of humor. Uh, it's probably necessary to be in a band like Dragon Force for so long. Uh, I would imagine... <laughs> And, and I mean that I, I mean that respectfully because I love same Dragon here, Force. Same here, same here, same here. Um, yeah. um, I think they do like blast beats in the measure of, in the sixteen measure. You know, it's like absolutely, ah. absolutely, absolutely. I mean, that's one of his strong characteristics. I mean, like to me, um, that kind of like the sense of humor that that um, Fred has is very much the same sense of humor that. That we have in the band, we had in the band before he joined, a very black, very dark humor, very, very precise and very intelligent. So um, he's the perfect uh, addition to creator. I mean, it's, it's 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 just amazing to have him in the band. Yeah, yeah, you, you're very for, and he's a great bass player as well, too. Oh, that of course. I mean, he's he's definitely the best best bass player I've ever worked with. And I imagine uh, it's it's probably nice for him to have a little more challenging material to work with. Um, yeah, he's 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 definitely into into what we do, and he's been a fan and friend of the band for many many years. And um, he's he's into heavy stuff. He's into death metal, black metal. Um, he's into all kinds of metal, really. Uh, do you uh, do you share the same uh, love of all genres? Or... Yes, yes. Um, 
Um, absolutely. Brett is an um, encyclopedia of metal. I mean, he knows every band, he knows every song. He can play every Iron Maiden song from the get-go. I mean, he's really like, you, you name one song and he's like, he's singing it to you. He's he's very precise with the lyrics and he's, he knows how to play it. And it's uh, like that with a lot of bands. And uh, so, yeah, he's a nerd. Absolutely. And he's a pick player. He's a pick player, yeah, which I think adds to the sound. I love that. I mean, to me, this kind of music needs bass players that play with the pick but then again i could be wrong i mean there's other bass players that are great that play with the fingers but i think it to me for my taste for creator it it uh, fits really 100 percent with him playing with the pick absolutely and you're doing you're currently doing two songs from the new album live is that right yeah for the festivals yeah and uh what would most likely be um the next new song or new songs added to the set There'll be the, new, the, the two other singles might be added to the set and one more song um, for headlining shows. Um, five to six, we'll see. I mean, like I said, it's hard to pick because I we all like the lot of the songs on the record and there's so many songs that we would love to play live. But then again, we also need to play the classic songs. So, I mean, it's it's getting harder and harder to pick the right songs and then pick this, the right amount of songs for, for a live set um, when you have so many uh, songs that people would love to hear when they come see you. Uh, what is Creator's um, Smoke on the Water? Is it Pleasure to Kill? Probably it's Flag of Hate. <laughs> Flag of Hate. Is that the one? Uh, the man? Pleasure to Kill. Pleasure, maybe Pleasure to Kill. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, so Flag of Hate, you would say probably the one song that you must play. Oh, maybe Pleasure to Kill. I would say Pleasure to Kill. We could go without Flag of Hate, but we can't go without Pleasure to Kill. Yeah, I've seen no problem in that. Though I, I do like bands that uh, once in, you know, not everybody has seen you a million times. So for those like myself who have seen you many times, it would be nice for me to see you play some something you haven't played in a while. But there are so many people that have come to see you for the first time. They need to hear Pleasure to Kill. They need to hear Flag of Hate, right? I know. I know. <laughs> it's, a, it's a little bit of a bummer if you think about it. I mean, like, like I said, I mean, you are one of the people that have seen us a lot of times. But... Um, and we're getting this, we're getting the vibe, you know, we're getting the, we see the problem also. Um, uh, we love, we would love, I mean, especially Fred, he always comes up with, let's play this song and let's play that song. Let's play this obscure song that nobody knows about, but I'm a big fan of, you know. And it's like, yeah, I would love to do that, but then we only have like 90 minutes and we want to, we want to play as many songs as possible and as many classic songs as possible but it's it's a little bit it's getting more and more tricky to write uh, come up with the right set list have all the recorded creator songs been performed live no 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 absolutely not maybe maybe 30% or something, or 40%, 40% maybe. No, I, I recognize how difficult that is with the classics that you must play. Yeah, not only that, I mean, um, if, you, if, you, if, you, if you look at it, I mean, fresh metal to me 
shouldn't a fresh metal concert shouldn't be we're not like if i i see some other bands like say i don't know some some bands like i just read that guns and roses do shows like that last three and a half hours um but they have like ballads they have like they do whatever you know they have like whatever songs they do but for with this intensity like the speed and the and the and the heaviness it's i don't think you should play more than two maybe two hours would be something that i would compromise on but um one and a half hour i think it's the perfect time for a freshman yeah i would agree that there it could be too much of a good thing Particularly with uh, a kind of music where it's just is like a sledge, you know, sledgehammer. Absolutely, absolutely. So I mean, we could play two hours, or we could even play two and a half hours. But um, yeah, it would be a, a bigger challenge, and I'd rather put like a, a one hour and a half of total mayhem, you know, and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know what I mean? Yeah, short and sweet, other than long yeah. and uh, overbearing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Well, cool. It looks like we're uh, almost. Out of, I think we're out of time. Uh, I know you have a day to uh, get back to. Uh, thank you for taking the time to talk to us. We look mm -hmm. forward to um, seeing you when you come to the states. Uh, I have one question about. Uh, I think uh, so. We're based out of Sacramento. Metal Gods Radio is based mm -hmm. out of Sacramento, and it looks like the first time you came to Sacramento was nineteen ninety eight with DRI and Holy Terror. Uh, was that an odd pairing for you? That was a great pairing for us. I mean, um, <laughs> playing with a legendary band like DRI that come more from the hardcore scene, um, we thought it was a challenge to fit, win their fans over, but it was, it was, we did every night, and that was amazing. And uh, I, I have only good memories from that tour. Well, wonderful. Well, Mila, like I said, thanks again for talking to us. We'll let you go, and we'll look forward to seeing you soon. I will come to the state in October, and I'll see you then. You will. Have a great day. Take care, man. Bye-bye.